Welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful that you all are here. Thank you for listening. Oh my gosh, you guys are so great. Like I say every time, y'all, I'm excited for this episode. I know I say that every time, but it's true. If you all got to sit down and talk to my guests, you would be excited too. So I have none other than the Darlicia Menzies in studio, y'all. She's here in the studio. Welcome, Darlicia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to read her bio because, duh. And also, I want you to know exactly who you are listening to, okay? And then we're going to get into a little something, something we've never done before. It's going to be great, okay? Darlicia Minzi is a kingdom and marketplace entrepreneur who loves helping people live an authentically fervent life. You'll find more about Fervent Servant. Her business is called Fervent servant where her motto is to live with intention and serve with passion y'all yes okay absolutely yes she has an online women's ministry called the she shed spiritual training academy where their mission is to grow up in god amen They meet weekly and experience God's presence and truth in great and mighty ways. Amen. She's a full-time realtor who loves to help people in their home ownership journey near and far. She's an international best-selling author who has eight published works and more coming. I have questions about your publishing company. (laughs) Uh, She has a prayer podcast called the Effectual Fervent Prayer Podcast and she's very active in her local church and in the community. She is amazing. Worship leader too. She shares that her life is full and so fulfilling. God has been faithful, kind, and generous to Darlicia and she lives her life as someone who keeps saying yes to whatever he has designed and desired for her y'all make sure you check out her website it'll absolutely be in the show notes darlishiaminzi.com girl (laughs) that is so you in a snapshot yeah. It's hard putting bios together. But. It is, man. When I tell you, I can do one for other people. Exactly. But doing one for myself. Exactly. No. Give me a week. <laughs> or longer. Give me, yes. Give me a while. I need nothing yes. else to do but to listen to what God is telling and me. That's because it. it's so, it can be difficult because yes. you're just living it. You're just doing exactly. it. Exactly. You don't realize like, wait a minute. I don't come up for air very often. So to try to put into words what God is doing in me and through me is very hard. Yeah. 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 I can understand. I can understand. Now, okay, book publishing company. Wait, no. First, we have to do the unusual thing. Okay. Two truths and a lie. (laughs) Suck at this game. What makes you think you suck at it? Because I don't like to lie. So I get it. I get it. How do I come up with something like that? Yes, I totally get it. (laughs) I think because my truths are so odd, it's easier. Yeah. Not odd. I don't have any oddballs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I can go first or you can go first. You can go first. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember something that I haven't shared yet that you'll know. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. I was born in St. Louis. Um, I was born in a bathtub Uh and... I have been to five states for work in the last year. Okay. Okay. I need to guess the lie. 
Yes. You were not born in St. Louis. How did you know? Because <laughs> you're a Southern girl. Yes. How did you know? I can tell. Oh my gosh. I just knew that you weren't going to get that you're one. You're a Southern girl. I just knew you weren't going to get well, it. I got it. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Usually what I'll say is I was born in Mississippi. Okay. I was born in a bathtub. Okay. And then the third one is usually something about my sister. Uh-huh. But I remembered saying something about her earlier, so I'm like, that'll be too I easy. I know all the things. And you know what? That's so smart that you have a list. Just like people have karaoke songs already yes. put to the side. I need to remember this yes. for this purpose. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then make sure whatever room it's in, uh-huh. people who know the answer, that they cannot say anything. Okay, okay, okay. Because then it'll just, yeah. I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to know more about how, how can you tell? You're a Southern girl. You have a Southern draw. Oh my gosh. You do. And just your, your mannerisms, your personality is very hospitable. Yeah. And so that's a very Southern Bless God. Oh my gosh. Because I have some, some Southerner friends Uh who were born and raised in Southern states for longer than I have Uh been. So sometimes one of them will call me a Yankee. Uh, Oh, oh. (laughs) no comment. (laughs) <laughs> I will see her later today. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't wait to rub this in her Let face. Let her know. I can't it's wait to obvious. rub it in her face. <laughs> yes, that has blessed my life. Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> Let's hear your two truths <sighs> and a lie. Okay, I'm the youngest of my siblings. I have been in a rap group before, and I am an Illinois native. I don't think you're the youngest. That's true. <laughs> I mean, no, that's the, the lie. It's the lie. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that's true that it's the lie. Woo! Are you the oldest or second I'm the oldest? second youngest. Yes. No way. Yes. I wouldn't have guessed. I am. So <laughs> how many of you are there? Four? It's five. There's five. Yes, and my younger brother is nine years younger than me. So I was the youngest oh. for a while and then he came along. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. There's five of y'all. Mm-hmm. How was that growing you up? You know. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's interesting. I do. I like being a part of a big family. It's interesting. I have a lot of different dynamics. Uh-huh. Being the youngest of the four at the time, and then having another one come nine years later. Um, I'm just I'm very different. I'm yeah. very different. And I was the only dark skinned child. At no the time. way. Yes. And then my my our mom. We all have the same mom. Mm-hmm. Our mom married my dad. So that was a little bit differently. We all grew up together. So it's just different dynamics that had different impacts. Yeah. But I did enjoy growing up in a big family. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to have a big family. Like, I wanted to have a bigger family so much whenever I was younger. Because it was only me for eight years. Okay, wow. And then my sister came along. I get it. I was not happy at all. But I had no other siblings. Right. I would always ask my mom for an older brother. I just Aww. felt like I need a I need a boy in my life, mom. Yeah. I need an older brother. It didn't happen. And she was like, that's not how that works. And I was like, "You, I feel like there's a way you and you're go just backwards. not trying to Ooh. make it happen. <laughs> I was so disappointed. So when her and my dad were like, hey, so we have to talk to you. And I never got in trouble as a kid. Okay. So when they're like, hey, we need to talk. I'm like, okay, what's it about? Yeah. Like, I was never like, oh, what I'm like, okay, what is it? Yeah. Maybe we're going to Disney World again. <laughs> they were like, so you're going to um, you're gonna have a sibling. And I was like, hmm. Mm. hmm. 
is it over or hmm <laughs> that was just I, my response was just like hmm I was very mature for my age like I loved being around the adults yeah. and I learned early if you want to stay in the room with adults you gotta be quiet you gotta be quiet yes See, that's where I struggled I was around adults but I didn't quiet <laughs> I soaked it up <laughs> and so when they were like you have a sibling I was like hmm when are they coming oh. not happy yeah they were like, oh, in a few months. And I was like, so you're pregnant now? And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, what is it? And they were like, it's a girl. It's a girl. Do you have her name? Oh. No, not yet. Okay. Okay. And they were like, do you have any questions? No. <laughs> I bet that was very interesting. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember it oh like it goodness. was yesterday. And then from then on, it was just me interacting with my mom. And I'm like, oh, you're pregnant, but... I also can't lay on you now Aww. the way that like we used to lay together and watch yeah. TV. Now you're like, oh, can you scooch? Can yeah. I scooch? What you mean scooch? What? So upset. <laughs> and so right before she right before she delivered my sister, I had a parent teacher conference and oh they were like, hey, so we want to talk to you. Um, we asked Ariana if she was happy about being an older sibling and and she said no. Oh. And my mom was like, she'll be all right. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Yes. I was like, no, I'm not happy. No. I mean, I hope she's cute. And so what happened when she got here? I loved her. Okay. As soon as I saw her, I was like, you're amazing. Aww. But then she had a heart murmur. Oh. So she was attached to a heart monitor and it would go off in the middle of the night. And I'd be like, can we do something about Aww. this? Because it's loud. Oh, oh, oh. And they were like, she's not breathing. And I was like, I don't wake her up then. Uh-uh. Yes. Do better. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was so annoyed. And then she's nothing like me. Uh-huh. We're completely, she's like reserved, mm-hmm. introvert. Mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, hey, come outside with me and my friends. And she's like, no. I get it. No. I get it. I get it. It's just, is, it how, is that how it was with you and yeah, your sibling? Yeah, it's very different. Oh, man. <laughs> like, always have been. Yeah. And my mom and my sister, I only have one sister and I have three brothers. Really? So my older sister and my older brother are twins. Oh my, I want twins so bad. Uh-oh, be they run in my family. For, they run in my family. Every time I be rubbing on my <laughs> on my uterus area, I'm like, eggs split. Uh-uh. Eggs split. And then the, the man that I'm courting, he'll say, uh-huh. you know, you can also have two eggs fertilized. And I'm like, are you praying over yourself, sir? Ooh. Are you praying that two are fast enough? Let them know. I need, come on, shut up <laughs> yes and he'd be like yes babe i prayed i saw the twins and i prayed okay I'm thank cracking you we're two or more gathered they run in my family too so my sister who is the twin had twins yes that looked just like her and my brother oh my god yeah, it's, it's really wild to see <laughs> that's adorable yeah, it's really wild my gosh yeah. I love that so much <laughs> I love that for her yes yeah identical yes. twins run in my family oh oh mm-hmm. okay so we mm-hmm. got our fraternal mm-hmm. we have one set of fraternal okay so I'm like I don't care which one they in the family child that I'm is like, amazing I'm not asking for it but if that's what he want then I just know he gonna have to supply you you're gonna have to supply all you gonna have to of our needs so that's that that's beautiful <laughs> so okay so with you having a big family when did God come into play Girl, God been in the places I was born. Come on. And I'm not even lying. You were born saved. I was born. 
<laughs> I was born. To, I feel like a Bible story. I Come really on do. and tell the story. I this really if for y'all who don't know, <laughs> this episode is all about Darlicia. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's oh. all about you. Uh-oh. I just feel like you have so much wow. that, of course, you have um, a lot to give, sure. but. I'm, I'm interested in the generalist wow. nature that you have to offer. I don't want to pigeonhole All right, you. Now. Yeah, so let's hear it. You were born saved. I was born saved. I received the Lord on my own at seven. Okay. I was baptized at seven. I've always like served in church. I was that girl. The girl they would call the church girl, it was me. And I'm, I'm still her. <laughs> I love it. I'm still her. So, <clears throat> excuse me, very much who I am today has been who I've been since I was a little girl. Um, sang in the choir, praise dancer, youth ministry, leadership. Um, I remember being in the third grade, ministering <laughs> on the playground to my friends, trying to get them to receive Jesus Christ. Oh my And gosh. they will even tell you to this day <laughs> that this is what I was doing. And that's what, third grade, that's like nine. Y- young. Yes, on the, on the swings. Oh, yes, yes. You know, Jesus, like. If you were to fall and hit your head right now, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? So it's just, I love the Lord. I, I can't take credit uh-huh. for that. I just, he has had his hand on my life, my whole life. And I know this is something that I've struggled with over time. You know how many people have just stories of just tragedy uh-huh. and, and chaos or hurt or abuse. And I'm like, God, that's not my story. Do I have anything to tell? And he's like, your story is grace. Yes. Your story is grace. And that's very powerful because ideally that would that would be what we want for our children, right? Yes. To have a story of grace. And that has been my life story. And the things that I've dealt with have not been physical. They've been internal. Mm-hmm. They've been an internal battle. They've been a battle of the mind you know or the emotions um, which can be very deadly as well but God has had his hand on my life my entire life and I'm just so thankful for that so thankful for that oh my goodness I love that you said you would hope that for your kids you know because sometimes when people are in God for a minute yeah they know of their past like I know that I used to be a drug dealer I know that I used to be in gangs I know that it used to be they have like a pre-Jesus story right and so for the people who don't have the pre-Jesus you know lifestyle that others are used to um, sometimes you find that like struggle or that relapse I can't even say relapse because not relapse into nothing but that (laughs) disconnect yeah that can be like well I want to I want to taste what the other side of not having you looks right, like right. did you have a season of that, season <gasps> of that. <laughs> I did not have a season of that if anything that I could guess in college for one semester is when I decided oh, I'm gonna go to the club I'm gonna see you know uh-huh. I'm gonna dance I'm gonna and I was like this is not me and I said I'm done with this like I'm done with it because I was the RA the resident assistant of um like all the athletes mm-hmm. so it's like you can easily do whatever yeah now I still never like drink and smoke and have sex and all that kind of stuff but I was like, I want to see what this nightlife thing is about. <laughs> and so I would just go hang out and see what they were doing. But I always felt uncomfortable. Mm. I always felt uncomfortable. And after that semester, I don't even know if I went a full semester. But after that semester, I was like, yeah, no, nah, that ain't it. Oh, my goodness. But that's it. <laughs> and you just naturally. So was there ever a part of you that ever rebelled in other ways? No. <gasps> <gasps> this is so beautiful. No, and I'm not lying. You can talk to my parents. Like, No. No. My mouth is 
on the floor. Yes. No. Because that you would want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh, thank you, Holy Come Spirit. On, tell me what. Um, in your friendships, mm. was there a struggle to keep them? Mm. Okay, again, I have a life of grace. Uh-huh. My friends were also saved. Oh, <laughs> I've always gotten along well with a lot of different people. Like, yeah. I would never consider myself a popular girl, but I am a girl that everybody yeah, accepted sure. and I was invited in any of the groups that, you know, whatever, the jocks, the smart kids, yeah. the whatever. But anybody that I spent time with was also doing what I was doing. Come on. Yeah. Okay, this is beautiful. So we'll go there. Okay. Because everyone was doing what you were already doing. Yeah. What, what did that look like for you? Sure. Like for the person who doesn't know how to maintain those relationships, what does it look like to always be around people who are growing, who are seeking, who are just reaching? Like what is that like to always have um, a support group that's constantly pushing? Yes, it is very, I don't know if I have the right words. I will say refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I will also say it's easier to be yourself when you are with people who have similar values as you have. Yeah. And so it, it comes into conflict when you feel like you have to decide or you have to compromise or you have to tolerate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that I can't be around people that don't live the lifestyle that I live, but I cannot be around them for long periods of time. I do know that. And I cannot agree with certain things. Let's say they try to confide in me about something. I'm like, I don't know. You know, I can't just go with the flow just for the sake of friendship. That's not me. So for me, my friends and I, we all praise dance together. We went to the same school. We went to the same church. Like we did those sorts of things together. Those were the houses that my parents were okay with me going over or them coming over. But as far as just like hanging out and like we, I just, I I lived a very unique childhood. I have to say, like I did not go out. I did not do much mm-hmm. outside of school, church, and um, church yeah, <laughs> and home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was very satisfied because I was the girl, and my mom will tell you to this day, I was doing Bible study at home by myself. I was telling my siblings about what I had just read. I was telling my parents about what the Lord was saying. Like, that was me. Yeah. And it's just very different. I don't yeah. know how else to, to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have the typical experiences growing up. I was the girl yeah. at the office hours for the teachers. I was in there, oh. you know, I was in there chit-chatting with them, building relationships. So when it came to things like recommendation letters or accommodations, it was no issue because that was just what I loved. Yeah. I'm a student. Yeah. So being in any atmosphere where I can be a student really enlivens me oh my gosh yeah this is beautiful (laughs) it's absolutely beautiful um and last night we were talking about um um, I was specifically talking about how certain couples, I love watching like the Black Love, mm-hmm. you know, uh, series. They have so many different types now. Yeah. But um, Kev on stage and Mrs. Kev on stage, the Fredericks, uh-huh. they have Marriage Be Hard conversations yeah, from yeah. their book, Marriage Be Hard. So good. 10 out of 10. I absolutely recommend. Okay, okay. It is uh, amazing. <laughs> um, everyone raves about the audiobook. I haven't, I didn't purchase the audiobook, got the paper, yeah. uh, but they, they uh, voice the audio book so it's amazing um, I hear but 
based off of their book Marriage Be Hard they have Marriage Be Hard conversations with other married couples and as I'm listening to them talk to the Ellis's Devell and um, Kadeen Ellis I'm hearing them talk about the ease that they experience in marriage not necessarily that it is easy but like I feel comfortable not liking you you're on my nerves (laughs) and I'm okay with that because it's you and so I just think about that even as it relates to the Lord like having a level of ease when it comes to being with him and I I'm I'm excited that that's your life because I'm as I'm hearing you I'm also like hearing what the audience is probably saying like but that's probably boring or like and I've heard that before you know what I'm saying I have I have and I was I was partly offended but then the offense quickly went away because I know the life that I have and how exciting it is how fruitful it is how productive it is how influential it is Mm -hmm. like how on fire it is how favored it is how I know the life that I live so honestly at this point other people's opinions about the life that I have matters not yeah because me and the Lord got it yeah and that's where I am with it yeah (laughs) yeah and the beautiful part is usually people who are very serious with the Lord there is no you're not gonna come and play around right you know what I mean right there's like a seriousness there's a a reverence sure just for the life that you're living and for the God that you serve yes how is that how fervent servant came about yes yes so fervent servant let me disclaimer everything that I have going on is God's idea none of it was my idea none of it absolutely none of it so when fervent servant came around in 20 officially 2017 but 2016 um, it was only because I had written this book and my book wasn't even something that I had an idea about it was just me in 2014 while I was in college I was going through a lot of self-esteem identity issues like I just felt so insecure not knowing who I am just dissatisfied quite honestly you know how it is being in college you be around other people your age and whatever's and so I had decided to go on a fast Mm. while in college to say God who am I because I'm sick of dealing with this internal battle and sick of feeling insignificant I'm sick of feeling uh, insecure I'm sick of not knowing confidently who I am Mm -hmm. so I took this I went on this fast and I would journal during my fast so essentially my first book is my journal oh my god and God told me to make it a book I know I knew no one I I, no one around me was doing this I no one around me was doing this (laughs) so I found somebody from New York who was doing this I I reached out to her and had a meeting with her and like okay God how do I do this I researched everything on Amazon How? like no one was doing this no one taught me sat me down and said here is how you do this this was a God idea and so he told me to do the book because while I was in college different women would borrow my notebook with my journal notes in there from my fast and I was like God what happens if they don't return this (laughs) I'll never have this again and so he said just take this and put it in book form so that anybody can have it fervent servant started as a result of that as a result of that and from there he just continued to add he enlarged my capacity to do more to give more to be more to share more and I really have this thing on the inside of me that when God reveals something to me I can't hold it to myself like I have to share like there's an obligation on the inside of me to share the good news there is an obligation on the inside of me that when God teaches me something by way of the Holy Spirit whether it's through a sermon a song or just personal encounter I cannot hold it to myself and that's how fervent servant got momentum because I can't hold it to myself who needs this who needs this who needs this and that's how it grew oh my gosh that's so refreshing (laughs) this is why it's refreshing glory to God 
Y'all, I'm sorry in advance for <laughs> everyone that this will offend. Mm, I know it's on. going to. I'm sorry in advance. I still love you. I hope you still love me. <laughs> One of my biggest qualms yeah. with people, whether it's in ministry or it's being an influencer, is doing it for the clout. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're like, saying. Like, oh, I have to do this reel because it's trending. Right. Or I have to do, mm, this message is popular on Twitter right now. Right. Like, how can I? For some people, sure, fine. Right. Fine, fine. Let's just go Oh, let's just go with it. Yeah. And say that this is the mode that the Holy Spirit is yeah. using. Let's just go with it. Okay. For that small percentage of people. <laughs> fine sure but the ones who use god as a marketing strategy girl you clutching your pearls my pearls are (laughs) clutch because just it makes it so inauthentic for the people who are looking for authenticity yes like there's so much out here that people are perverting yes people already have to wonder wait a minute is that really bible right or is that a passed down message like cleanliness is next to godliness come on nowhere it's in none chapter one (laughs) verse zero like cut it out it's nowhere you're not gonna find it but you have people who live their life off of these idioms and then they wonder, why is there no power when I speak? Agree. Because there ain't no word. Agree. Because it ain't backed. Agree. So it ugh, just to hear how authentically he started you by what you were doing. Hey, daughter, you come, come, come get to know me. Yes. From there, now share what I showed you. Yes, because that's where it starts, getting to know him. Getting to know him. And I'll share... Just off of what you just said, I, I have a qualm about that too, about people just jumping on audios. I really have a qualm about this. <laughs> those who declare the name of Jesus Christ, those who represent God using audios for TikToks and for reels that have nothing to do with God in the mm. sense that I'm using this audio and I'm talking about God, but this audio is completely contrary to a God idea. Mm. I, 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 <laughs> I have issues with that personally because it's confusing. Yeah. Because Ooh. we know that music carries spirits. Yeah. So if you're using a song or an audio, even a portion of it because it's popular, if you're using it to convey a God message, that can be conflicting. Yeah. And as you said, there's no power in that. Yeah. I could care less about it being shared a million times just because I'm using this audio. Because at the end of the day, whose life is being changed by this? Who's being encouraged by this? Who's being empowered by this? Fervent service, encourage, equip, empower. If whatever I'm doing does not fit under those things that God told me this ministry and this business is supposed to do, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And so I had um, had this conversation with my husband a little bit ago because last year, I want to say, God just led me, Holy Spirit led me into doing these prayer reels. Come on, because that's where we were going. (laughs) Yes, it started from preparing for the prayer revival, which was another God idea. I did it in uh, December of 2021. And from there, I was like, okay, I have to let people know what's going on. And so I started doing these reels and praying on camera for 30 seconds, whatever. And all of a sudden, 
the thing just went crazy like wildfire. And I was like, whoa. Like, I was not prepared for this. Like, whoa, God, what are you doing? And from there, it just continued to grow. So as the Lord would give me messages, because I've spent time with him, I just said, I can't I can't hold it. Yeah. I got on camera, did this quick prayer with power because it was scripturally based and just jumped off like I was done. Yeah. And then after a while, the moment I, got, I didn't feel the urge to get on every day. I didn't feel mm. the urge to get on every couple of days. I didn't feel the urge to get on every week. And so, of course, you know how the algorithm yes. works. It's yes. just like, oh, well, if you throw one of them, okay, here, 300 views. And I'm like, am I supposed to keep doing this, Lord, right. just for the sake? of and so when I was talking to my husband about it, he's like if you're not being led to if you're not feeling it don't do it and that freed me because I'm like the people need this the people right. want this but at the same time if God's breath isn't on it why do it oh hold on why do it <laughs> I'm not gonna make up a prayer for the sake of people sharing and commenting and liking if God did not give me if he didn't release this word I yeah. only say when I only speak when spoken to yeah come on if he didn't give it to me to release I will not say it I will not share it I will not post it and I don't feel pressure from cultural norms and cultural societies just to talk about something because everybody's talking about it come on I don't feel that that need to do that because I'm held responsible in the face of God when I do those things come on because when I say I'll have there there are people who will say Ariana you should hop more on reels like you do them sometimes you should do them all the time and I at first felt bad like okay Lord like people are telling me that they want more like they want this they want that even with the podcast like hey when is your next episode and I'm like I have them but I just don't feel like it's time to publish them and I started feeling bad like am I am I miss managing my audience Mm. and then I thought about it and I'm like but you didn't tell me to do anything so I needed to disconnect from the expectation of people and that even you know this as a minister sometimes we have to do that whenever we're preaching absolutely because you can be going somewhere and you can feel the people pulling you in another direction but there has to be discernment like wait God is this the Holy Spirit allowing me to discern their hearts so we go in this direction or is this their flesh pulling away from what you're trying to do absolutely it's a beautiful dance that requires a maturation absolutely (laughs) and a keen ear a keen ear which requires purity to have a keen ear you need purity absolutely living a lifestyle of repentance a life of reverence a life of seeking God, a life of knowing what he says, a life of God, no matter what else is going on, I want you, I need you, I must have you. It's worship. It's a lifestyle. It's not momentary. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle of worship. Absolutely. What does your lifestyle of worship look like? Oh, girl, it changes. Break it down. It changes. It changes because I was just having a conversation with, and I have lots of conversations with God, by the way. Yes. But I was just having a conversation with him about a month ago, and I'm just like, God, it's not working the same. It's not It's not working the same. All the stuff that I know to do, it's not working the same. And so at that point, I just had to surrender and say, God, whatever you're doing in this season, let me be a part of it. Let me see it. Let me sense it. Let me know it, and then let me follow follow it in the name of Jesus. And so right now, it's, it's going, he puts a song on my heart, singing it out loud to him. It's reverencing him. I was just listening. It's listening to 
uh, Bible teachers. Mm, yes. I was just having a conversation with a friend. I know that God calls all the gifts, but I respond best to teaching. Yes. Yes. And so I've been listening to Bible teachers, and every time they open up their mouth to teach me something from the word, revelation comes. And that's the season that I'm in right now is revelation come. Yeah. Revelation come. No matter what else is going on, I don't need another itching, itching ear word. I don't need another hop on the trend. I don't care about the popularity. I don't care about what everybody else is doing. God, I want to know what you're saying in this season, as my friend Precious would say. I need an ear for this time. I want an ear for right now, God, because there are people that are hurting. There are people that are needing to be set free. There are people that are needing hope. And you're the one that's going to give it to them. And if you're calling me to be your conduit, then God put me in position to hear you clearly, whatever it takes. And that's a very dangerous prayer. It's a very dangerous prayer because we don't understand fully what whatever it takes means. But to your point, maturation, if I believe you, if I trust in you, if I'm seeking you, if I'm in your presence, God, I can handle whatever it is because you are with me, not on my own, but because you said it, because you've ordained it, because you've planned it, it is so. It is no backtracking on that. Yeah. So this is the place that I'm in, a revelation. And as you reveal whatever you say, yes. As the end of my bio said, I'm living a life of yes. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable. It's very confusing. It's very lonely, if Come I'm being on. honest. It's very, very lonely. However, it's rewarding. Let's talk about that loneliness before we go to rewarding. Because yes. the... Um, the misunderstanding that I had coming into a deeper relationship with God is that it's going to always be great. Uh -huh. That because you're speaking, it'll be fine always. Right. Like I'll always feel peace. If I don't feel peace, it's obviously not right. you. Right. But just having that mindset made it difficult to stay obedient sure. because I'm not going to always feel like this is right. Sure. Talk about the loneliness factor. Because right now, of course, like in society, like it's cool to be liked. It's cool to be with people. It's cool to find your tribe, be in your tribe, right. do everything with your, your, <laughs> your you know what I'm yeah. saying? So to describe how the loneliness for someone who's very well connected, yeah. very influential, <laughs> um, who has a very vibrant, a fulfilling life. Yes. How does what does the loneliness look Isn't like? Isn't that interesting? so many things going but it feels lonely because I know that I have to steward the gift of God well mm. and because I have to steward the gift of God well I can't be in any atmosphere I can't mm. hang around anyone all the time I can't be at all the places I can't go along with it so that's the lonely part I have when I think about this I I don't have a lot of friends mm -hmm. I have a lot of brothers and sisters in Christ but I do not have a lot of friends and I think that's very intentional on God's part because I live a life of standard and yeah. not to say that people don't I'm just speaking about me I live a life of standard and so not everything is okay yeah even if it's permissible Come on. What does the Bible say? Even if it's oh, permissible, I'm not okay with doing certain things, saying certain things, going certain places. And so the loneliness comes in, God, I don't want your spirit on the inside of me to be tainted. Come on. I don't want to be in combat, uh, combative mode or contradiction mode with anybody because of what's going on around me or I'm participating. I don't want to be in a room that's controversial that you did not send me into. Mm. I don't want to be in relationship for the sake of loyalty. And here's what I need to say about that. 
I like to call it demonic loyalty. Now, it may not be a demonic thing, but when people are loyal to people just for the sake of and God did not lead you in that relationship, that's a demonic loyalty, yes. a demonic covenant, because now you've put that relationship because of time, because of trauma, because of experience over what God has seen it. Come on. Over whom God is bringing into your life. Because what I've also learned over time, that when God decides to elevate you to another level and promote you, that comes by way of people. When he introduces a new person into your life, a new position, a new power into your life, that's him saying, okay, I'm ready to take you to the next level. So if we're always, oh, my day ones is it, you're missing out. Missing. You're missing, missing out. out. You're missing out. And living a life with, of God and with God is surrender. Yeah. God, what is it in this season? We have to understand seasons. To everything, there is a season. In this season, God, what are you requiring from me and who are you requiring for me? And also to keep the keep our hearts pure. Yes. Because just because this person that you used to kick it with all the time, etc., you don't have to to mean them. That doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah. No, absolutely. Just because they can't go where you're going either right now or forever. Absolutely. It is what it is. Absolutely. And then also remembering like you were that for someone too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't burn bridges. I, that's something I do not do. I do not do. And anytime someone has entered or exited my life, it's because the Holy Spirit did that. Yeah. It's because he did that. And I have to give him all the credit every time because I, my mom always say, I'm not smart enough. Yeah. I'm not smart enough to know how to do that. All I can do is yield and say, yes, Lord, and figure out as that happens. Because as you said even earlier, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Relationships are not easy. So that doesn't mean that there's not going to be conflict. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be conversations that need to be had. It just means what what is it working in me and out of me? Yeah. You understand? How is God developing my character through this? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I think if we have the eyes of God and the ears of God to understand nothing that God allows or nothing that God does is meant to harm us, mm-hmm. is meant to bring us to an expected end, is meant to prosper us, then we have to know that whatever he's doing is making me better it's making me stronger it's positioning me you're bringing out i have to bring up this scripture um god is so yummy <laughs> because if the part that um within our at church we have a character building class on thursdays and we're reading out of the book houses of glory okay. by jeremiah johnson in one of the sections that I was teaching out of, it talked about what the corporate gatherings should look like versus how they currently are. And I love the book because it it brings such a reflection. And it reminds me of God in Genesis. Who told you you were Who naked? Who told you that? Yes. Who told you that one yes. person has to be the utmost and no one else has anything else to yes, give? Yes, come on. No one else is able to to lead, to share, to, to prophesy, wow. to work. Like, who told you that this person... Woo is to be the one that that leads you only. Like, do you not know who's sitting next to you? Wow. It's such a powerful chapter, and I've been chewing on it, it for the excited. last month. <laughs> it does. And so one of the, the scriptures that was brought out, I had to go to it. And I don't know that he brought this one out, but I absolutely went to it. It's Jude. Bless the Lord for Jude. Um, Jude, I want to say 20. Yep, here we go. Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It makes me so excited. <laughs> I got my wedding. Okay, so Jude 1 and 20. 
through 23. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, dear friends, by building yourself up in your most holy faith and yes. praying in the spirit, yes. keep yourselves in God's love yes. as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. You would think it stops there, but it don't. It don't. <laughs> <laughs> 22. Be merciful yes. to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. Wow. To others show mercy mixed with fear. Hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. Ooh, Ooh, that's a mouthful. (laughs) It is one of my favorites because we all know the build yourself up in your most holiest faith. Right. Okay, but the caveat to that is, and also don't let your brothers stay out here getting burned up. So what you're saying it, and then also, um, Lord, bring it back to me. I think Second Corinthians one, um, that was another one that Holy Spirit brought to me um, this past week. But it talks about yes, God, I love you so much. Thank you for bringing this back, (laughs) Lord. Second Corinthians one. Three, it's three through seven. Okay. Um, praise be to God, the Father. Yes. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion. Yes. And the God of all comfort. <sighs> we can stay right there. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're saying this. <laughs> I'm so glad you're saying this because I, I believe that this is what's missing in, I'm not going to say just believers, but in the world today is a heart of compassion. Yeah. And even with the last scripture that you read is being merciful, which is an attribute of God. These are attributes of God. And if we're going to be like God, then we have to have his heart. Yes. And we can't be out here trying to be judge and jury. And I know that's difficult because we do, we do, we must live righteous, you know, and snatch them from, from the pit of hell, if, if you will. But there's a way to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that the Holy Spirit has to lead us mm-hmm. in instead of us concocting that idea on our own and how it's supposed to be done and how people are supposed to live. Because at the end of the day, I still don't know who's going to heaven or hell. That's not Period. my job. It's not my job. And so I just think that compassion is lacking it's lacking and I'm gonna tell you where I hear it the most and maybe this is because of personal experience compassion is lacking even for those who let's say someone who deals with jealousy and envy Mm -hmm. we know those are two different things and there's a teaching on that later it's a different thing but let's say that and people are like I don't have a jealous bone in my body I don't know how somebody could die da, 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 da. but as someone who dealt with it mm-hmm. I have a heart of compassion for those who deal with it mm-hmm. and there's a way to enter a conversation about it and exit a conversation about it and I think that's with anything I'm just using this as an example yeah. as a case study it's very easy to write people off when they do things that offend you and when they do things that hurt you mm-hmm. and when they do things that don't make sense to you because that's not your story but at the end of the day all of us have different stories and we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and if my testimony is this then I may be called to be the one to have a heart of compassion in this way but all of us ought to have a heart of compassion in general come on because if we look like God then that's what God would do I love a good worship gangster okay listen (laughs) I I have to add this caveat before you go on as I'm very serious about this, a lot of the times we want to uh, attack and feel a way about people, but what we don't understand is we need to have that attitude toward the spirits that deal with people. Talk! 
talk it's about the spirit it. That did we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and we don't understand that as believers, one we're carriers of God's spirit. So why not invoke the spirit of God in you to deal with the spirit that's in them? And we get mad at the wrong things. We're wasting time. We're toiling and twiddling our thumbs. Mad at the wrong thing. Yes. When you want real power, then you t- talk spiritual matters. The Bible says spiritual people understand spiritual things. Period. And listen, if you don't have wisdom, the Bible says ask, ask of the Lord and he's going to give it gen- g- liberally, generously to you. So there's no reason that we have to live powerless lives, offended lives, mad lives, disconnected lives, confusing lives. When we have the spirit of the living God living on the inside of us, we have to wake up. You have to wake scream. up. <laughs> it's just, I'm trying to keep it contained. It just is what it is. Because let me tell you what's so dope, and I'm so grateful, and I know my dad isn't going to listen to this podcast, so I'm going to put his business oh. out there a little bit. <laughs> but um, I love it because the Holy Spirit is the great comforter. Absolutely. The helper that we need. Absolutely. And so I love how he's been going in the nooks and crannies yes. of, of our creative mind. Yes. To highlight certain things to help connect with people. Yes. Like I don't, to your point, there are people who I do not understand that don't like me at work. Yeah. Because I've never done anything to them. But there's something in me that highlights something in them. And they're like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. alarms, don't go around her. She's going (laughs) to light stuff up. We don't like it. Yeah. So I find that whenever I am drawn to a person and there's that, that friction, I'm like, okay, God, what have I dealt with that you're dealing with in them? Yeah. So I can understand the connection. Yes. That's the heart of compassion what's happening here (laughs) and then it used to make me so upset for those of you who are like I don't know how to how to get through that you if you get frustrated by something that someone's doing ask the Lord for wisdom ask the Lord that's the first step that's the first step (laughs) he's a God of strategy he's He's a God of resolve why wouldn't he and we've all been gifted with the ministry of reconciliation. Absolutely. So if you are going to find, if you find that, if that that's step number one. If you are annoyed by something that someone's doing, Lord, what is what are you highlighting? Yes. I agree. What do my antennas need to be? Because for and I, I learned this the hard way. And and luckily my friends in ministry had to be like, okay, you need a little little compassion for this person. <laughs> because I'd be it when people acted smaller than who they are. We when I say just the it would be like a disgust like I don't yes. want to talk to you yeah it's you're playing little yeah. you're playing dumb you're playing big I don't get it this ain't you and the fact that you're living in that way I'm so annoyed like I would be so frustrated right. like well it's, I just did not like it and so I'm like wait a minute I know why I hate it mm-hmm. I know that place mm-hmm. I was that place mm-hmm. that's it this makes it and so once I started understanding it it'd be like oh you don't know. Yes. You have no idea that there's freedom on it. You don't know. Yes. This isn't for you. Yes. Which should activate the intercessor in me. Come on. Instead of putting my mouth on it, I need to put my prayer on it. I need to put God's word on it. I need to put his desire on it. And that's where a lot of people miss it. Yeah. Conversation, 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 conversation. Well, oh, did you about hear it. about it? No. Did you pray about it? Did y'all come together on one accord? Did you intercede? Did you fast? Did you go and talk? with? What did you do about it spiritually? Come on. 
because some of the I have a really good friend and she is so open about like her testimony she's like I used to gossip yeah. I used to be in here and I would have like you know these secret meetings where I'm talking yeah. about folks yeah. etc and then she would she started asking God how are you going to change this wow. because I don't want it anymore and I see what it's doing to your people I don't wow. want it and so he helped her by saying the moment it comes up I need you to pray. Yes. If you're going to call someone, I need y'all to pray about yes. it because you're call. I'm giving you strategy, but you're yes. perverting it. Yes. Come so on. I need you when you call them. Once y'all get, I need you to pray about it. Okay. Pray into it. You pray before you call them. Make sure you're calling them from Absolutely. the right place. The right yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So good. Yes, ma'am. So good. Because I think people feel discouraged sometimes because they're like, well, I don't know. I'm getting all the, I feel like I should do it. Okay, but just know that you're also a sinful person. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? He can give you something, such a pure download. But if your filters, if your heart, if there's murky waters that it's going into, you got to clean it up so you can see what the whole intention of it was. Amen. Amen. And I don't need to have an opinion about everything, at least not a public one. I don't need to post about it. I don't need to call it. Did you see? Did you hear? I don't need to do that. For what? Exactly. For what? There's a book, The Four Agreements, and I don't remember what one of the agreements was, but I just remember how it made me feel. Okay. (laughs) It was like, why would you want to put poison in someone else? Mm. Like, if you see something, if you hear something and it's negative, why would you then want to take someone's attention and also inflict poison into them and just the word of it like the book for believers there are some conflicting things in it sure chew the meat and spit the bone you know what I'm saying (laughs) because you know I was able to see like okay that's really good no that's really good but that that whole notion just the way that the author I believe his name is Miguel I forget the last name but the way that he was able to to portray what happens when you're leading people down a path of destruction without even knowing it like why you have to think about what am I telling this person and how is it going to benefit them that's right how is it going to edify them is it advancing the kingdom of God right. or not? That's and right. if it isn't, what are, what are, what are you doing Why with it? Why am I participating? And that's when you go back to earlier when it's lonely. I don't call. <laughs> the people that I can call, that I will call about anything going on in my life is like maybe a, maybe a hand. Mm-hmm. One hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm right with you. Maybe. <laughs> because I, I just really believe in covering. Yeah, I really believe in believing and trusting in God. I really believe in intercession. I really believe in confidence. And you know, I'm also one who, as things are going on, I don't mind openly sharing as the Lord leads. I'm very vulnerable and transparent with my life because I understand God is able to reach whoever yeah. it is. And I sometimes I have difficulty with people who only share after it's all done and oh. after the success because it's not realistic. Like, what happened? What What did you do while you were in it? Well, now that it's all done, I can think clearly and say, No, I'm. I'm telling you this stuff while I'm feeling it. You know, yes. I'm telling you this stuff with wisdom, of course. But yeah. I'm telling you this because it's real. This is what people are experiencing. And so just to go back to that lonely part, like, I I don't expose or reveal all the things that are going on, but to a few. Just a, a very few. But me and God, I got this thing unlocked. Come on. <laughs> we, we got this thing on lock, and he's the one who, who unlocks yeah. and gives permission to go here, go there, share this, share that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's refreshing for people whenever they do hear vulnerability. Yeah. Um, because there's a window of access. Sure. Because outside of that, 
there's something happening that people don't know, but when it's finally open, it's like, whoa, that's rich. Yes. There's power right yes. through there. And yes. I remember the first time I realized, like, oh, wait a second. I'm, I don't like telling everybody everything that's going on because, number one, I don't need to be accidentally agreeing with nothing you putting out there. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't need in my moment of, of low or my moment of weakness, you also speaking, yeah, because I don't know. Absolutely. No, I don't need to be agreeing with nothing. I remember losing or, no, I quit a job. No, was that when I quit or when I lost my job? I don't remember if I quit or if I lost a job, but I didn't have a job and I didn't tell anybody. I told nobody because I didn't know. And no, I told, um, you know, my spiritual leader and then I told maybe like a good like select few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the the whole church, I didn't get up there. So guys, this is what's going on. Pray I find a job. Yeah, <laughs> just like pray that opportunity presents yeah. itself and I'm just standing in faith. No, I did not do none of that. Like yeah. God knows what's up. I know what's up. Yeah. To the point that I was paying people's bills mm. and they didn't know mm. I didn't have a job. Wow. I didn't have no savings out here. Wow. God was providing. And because I believe you for something wow. miraculous, yes. um, I mean, my rent is more than this $130. Yeah. So here you go. That's what you needed. Wow. Oh, somebody needs gas for your car. How much does it take to fill your tank up? 50? Wow. Okay, here you go. Like to the point where people had no idea that I wasn't working anymore. Wow. So when I finally got a job, I had the testimony of, hey, y'all, I haven't been working. And you should have seen wow. the looks on the people's wow. faces who God used me to help. Wow. They're like, oh, I had no idea. but you took me <laughs> and you did. And you did it. Yep. Since September. Wow. I ain't been doing. I haven't. God's been providing. So that was really important for me in that season because I'm like, I see how you work, God. Like, I didn't know. Seasons. Yes. I didn't know that I needed to keep it covered. I didn't have the language but I knew I didn't need to share it. that's it that's you know it. what I'm that's saying it. that's it sis it's hearing his voice I was just listening to a sermon by Benny Hinn oh god I've just been getting so much revelation lately but he, that's what he talks about is in order to know God you have to know his voice like to be his sheep you have to know his voice to worship him mm. you have to know his voice and knowing his voice comes with relationship building relationship intimacy with him spending time with him i always tell people did you ask god his opinion on Come it on. did you consult to see and this is not me I, I hope no one's taking this as well they blaming me and I'm, I'm performing and i have to do all these works absolutely not but relationship with god brings transformation yes period period if you receive god and nothing about you changes then you might want to question if you really received god and i'm saying that out of love because when you get close to god Everything about you changes. Everything. Whether you had a story of grace like mine or you had something that happened in your background that was very traumatic externally, everything about you changes when you have intimacy with God. Yes. When you learn to hear his voice. Yes. When you learn to love his statutes, love his commands. When you learn to follow in his way. When you learn to trust the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Everything about you changes. Yeah. And if there's an area of your life that doesn't increase and doesn't change, that's something I would take to God. Oh. God, I noticed that I'm not having fruit that remains. I'm not having a multiplication effect because we should multiply. Oh. That's the word. Be fruitful and multiply. and multiply. He looked at that fig tree and said it ain't doing what it was created to do. It cursed it. Come on. He cursed it. 
And they walked back by and said, Master, look, ain't nothing growing. He said, I know. <laughs> it wasn't doing what I created it to do. Yeah. And so the message here is <laughs> seasons. Yeah. Intimacy with God. Get to know his voice. If you don't know it, don't be ashamed of it. The love of God shed and brought in your heart will not put you to shame. It will not bring you to shame. God is not a God of shame. However, he is a God of order. He Come is on. a God of order. And he will process you. Yeah. Prune he'll, you. He'll prune you. He'll develop you. He'll make you. He'll strengthen you. He'll grace you. He'll favor you. He'll lead you. He'll love you. He'll cover you. He'll build you up. He does all of those. I just, I love that about God. He's God in one. I don't know what's going on in these other religions where they need to have multiple. I have God in one. <laughs> I have God in one. And he shows up as father, as son, and as Holy Spirit. But he is one. He agrees with himself. Everything he does agrees with himself. And that excites me. I don't got to look nowhere. Nowhere else. Yeah. I don't got to look nowhere else. Let's talk about that because... What I appreciate about God is that he's going to confirm and affirm every time in his word multiple times, every time, multiple times. So when I find that people look to the word to steward one particular ideal of life, mm. namely women shouldn't be mm. ministers, women shouldn't be preachers, whatever, whatever. I think about that. And with the series, The Chosen, mm, I need to watch it. No, oh. I need to. I hear so many good things. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I almost want to be like, just watch epi- season three, episode seven, I think. <laughs> just watch it. Cause that's okay. the episode where um where Peter is called to the water mm. when Jesus is out there and he's like, if it's you, tell me to come. And yeah, he says, yeah. Come. Come. That the whole the way that they portrayed it. Oh my goodness. Okay, you got me excited. Downloaded my phone yesterday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I instantly thought of the app like, I got it on my phone. Um, it's so amazing. But I, when people pull out one thing, and we're just using women ministers sure. as an example, how can you negate all yeah. the times yeah. that women were used? He loves women. He loves, <laughs> he loves women. women. He uses women, yeah. He loves us so much. He yes. had a man and said he needs the female counterpart <laughs> like outside of his body yeah <sighs> yeah yeah it just when i think of that i just think of like give god a chance give god a chance give him that's something he told me Ooh. oh um wouldn't he when did he tell me that oh at the beginning of my relationship <laughs> um you know there were just there were just things that i was like oh lord i just when is it ever right. how can you when can you will you right and he was like can you give me time to work amen amen i was like oh snap that is a thing yeah because he's so tight that he doesn't have to do one thing at a time no you know i just work on you and then when you're done then he can work on me then when he's done with me he go work on him and he's so tight he omnipresent he's all powerful he's all knowing god can do all things at once <laughs> at once if he so like, decides oh my goodness yeah yeah Hmm. And then this is how dope he is. I'm sitting up here and I'm like, I prayed. I didn't even tell young, the, the, the kind young man about it. <laughs> I'm on the plane uh-huh. and I'm like, because I knew he was picking me up from the airport. And I'm on the plane and I'm like, Lord, sh- 
should there be, and I won't be as specific, Lord, should there be something that I'm asking for that doesn't align with what your provision has, make it obvious so that I don't miss it. Okay. And I just left it alone. Like, Lord, show me through him that you not only hear me, but that I'm on the right track. Sure. At dinner, in the car on the way to dinner, I hear something from this young man's mouth. (laughs) And I just looked over and I was like, say that again? And he was like, yeah, you know, I just, it's over, it's overwhelming how deeply I feel about X, Y, Z. And I'm like, and there it was. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm not too big to be like, God, if I'm not, if I'm missing it, tell me. Right. If, if you're telling me that there's something else, tell me, right. show me, right. make it obvious, and then confirm it. Like, and then I go in his word and I'm looking. Yeah. I'm keeping, Lord, give me ears to hear. Yes. I know that you're going to say, I know you're going to do, I know you're going to lead. Yes. Just make it overtake me. Yes. With you. Yes. I don't want to miss it. Amen. Let me tell you a secret. In this season of my life, I haven't even had to ask God for confirmation. Mm. He's just doing it. He's just doing it. There's somewhere in the Bible, I have to find where it is, where it's like, we shouldn't even have to ask for signs and miracles and confirmation and wonder. We shouldn't even have to at that point because it's just so a part of, and I'm not saying I've arrived. I'm talking about this season right here though, because I understand this thing goes round and round. But in this season, I'm like, whoa, like I'm so blown away at God's answers, his response, his voice just coming, literally waking me up in the middle of the night with whole sermons, like Mm. with whole ideas, like generating ideas what he said witty inventions and creative he he's just <laughs> prayers my friend said it this way and I loved it she said your prayers of old are catching up with you mm-hmm. the things that I prayed years ago are hitting my life right now all at once and that's why I believe God gave me the words for the year 2023 is my year of supernatural mm-hmm. and surprise mm-hmm. and I remember you posted literally that. what he's been doing since January 1 literally and so I'm like God this is what I told him this year I don't have an expectation in the sense that I need you to do dot 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 Mm -hmm. I said whatever you want to do I'm on board I'm on board and he's like he's like do you remember a few weeks ago we had like this wind advisory going on in St. Louis it was heavy Mm -hmm. strong with like I could barely walk from my car to the office no I don't remember but they had something similar I was in Arkansas oh okay sorry it was happening here in St. Louis like a whole day two days was just fierce wind and God said that's how my breath is on my people right now I want you to see a demonstration of my breath so much so that it can knock me down. So much so that I can't even stand up straight. God, I'm so blown away by your breath. I'm so blown away by your will. I'm so blown away by your plans. I'm so blown away by your voice. God, blow on me today. That's what he said. He said, this is my representation of my breath on your life. This is me. This is me. I'm just showing you a little sample. Muzz got to drive carefully in the wind. Come you got on. to be up. You got to hold, brace yourself in the wind. You know what I'm saying? You got to have tissue because your tear is coming out. And there's so much that comes along with a strong wind. He says, I'm a mighty Russian wind over your life. Over your life. And I, there, what, what can you say to God but thank you at that point? What can you say but thank you? 
so that's the place that I'm in. I do not have it all together. Hear me clearly. Like I still struggle in areas and I'm, I'm constantly questioning stuff, but not questioning in the fact that I don't believe you. But God, how do I handle this? Uh, God, how do I move forward with this? God, what do I do with it? I feel myself slipping. I don't want to. So what can we do now? I don't want to fall into a routine and pattern and habit of seeking you. No, give me everything new. I want what, everything new. Everything new, everything new. And there is a level of trust there when you ask for everything new because you're not anticipating how it's going to come. Or what it is. Or what it is. Or who it's going to come through. Or what moment. So I told God for my business this year. Well, he told me, actually. He told me. <laughs> I'm just in agreement with him. He said, I'm going to triple your business. I'm not. How are you going to triple my business this year? Like, huh? <laughs> what does that look like? Right. Since when I tell you, God said, He just, I'm seeing him do it. All because I decided to agree with God. Agree with God. And here's what I want to encourage anybody listening to this. Get your face in that word. Stop getting it secondhand. Stop only waiting for church service. Stop only looking for it in YouTube videos. Stop only looking for it in Facebook, Instagram, Reels, TikTok. Stop only looking for it in your grandma, your mom, your dad, your uncle. Go to God on your own. Mm. Get in the word. It is a love story. It's a story of sanctification. It's a story of redemption. It's a story of mercy. It's a story of hope. I was just listening to my Bible app today, and it was talking about when Jesus died on that cross, the veil ripped mm. and gave me access. It ripped a place where only the high priest could go. It ripped so that I could go straight to God on my own. It ripped for you and for me. It ripped. Woo! Glory be to God that he ripped the veil. He tore the veil for you and for me to come before him boldly before the throne of grace, seeking him, thanking him, acknowledging him, serving him, loving him. It ripped. I'm just trying to tell you about your king. Get to know him. Get to know his attributes. Get to know his heart for you. Get to know his plan. Get to know his love. It ripped for you and for me. It ripped, y'all. It ripped. I just want you to know that God loves you. God has good things in store for you. He's not forgotten you. He's not forfeited his plan for your life because you made a choice that didn't look like him. No, it's not over for you, but you get to make a choice today. You get to make a choice today to say, yes, Lord. I receive your mercy. Yes, Lord. I receive your grace. Yes, Lord. I receive your plan. Yes, Lord. I receive your wisdom. But open the book. It's not boring. It's not too laborious. It's not hard. Take your time with it. Take a sentence at a time and say, God, reveal yourself to me. What does this mean for me? What does this mean in my life, God? Breathe on me. I'm here. And I'm listening. I'm here, God. Your servant heareth. Your servant heareth. Speak. I want you, God. This is, has to be our heart's cry. I want you. It ripped y'all. <laughs> I just, I can't leave that alone. He tore the veil. So you can get to him for yourself. No more second hand. Game over for that. 
God, I want a personal encounter with you. I want a personal encounter with you, God. And not just one time. I want it over and over and over and over. Be that river of living water that you talked about. Be a well on the inside of me that you talked about, God. Be a way in the wilderness that you talked about. Be water in the desert that you talked about, God. Be a way maker, a miracle worker that you talked about. God, be omnipresent that you talked about. Be the strong tower that you talked about, God. I want it. Be God. Be God, be God, be God, be God in my life. Do what you see fit, God. I want you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what God is saying to you today. Come to me, all who weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come and walk with me. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Let me teach you how to do this. Stop doing it on your own. If you could do it on your own, it would have been done. Come to me, trust me. Let me do what I do best. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Israel Holton has a song. No, William McDowell. Come like a rushing wind. Come like never before. Come like a rushing wind. Come like never before. Come like a rushing wind. Come like never before. Come like a rushing wind. I don't wanna move. Do you stay here? I need you. I don't want to move I will stay here Until you change me mm. I need you Don't want to move And I will stay yes, here God. Until you change me Change me, God Change me, God I need you Change me, God mm. Glory to God I just want to worship y'all Because God is so good So good, so good, so good, so good So good, so good, so good It's so good, God Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God It's so good You've taken the day from us Giving us you is so good, mm. so good. How can we repay? Wow, how can we repay you? You're so good. Yes, Lord. Ooh, thank you, mm. Jesus. Mm. His presence is so strong. Mm. Y'all, there's no way that we can end this <laughs> the way that we normally do. Jesus. 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 
pause the recording here and cut this part out because we need a minute. Mm. tell you why this is so amazing this episode is the first one doing it the way God just told me he's switching it to no agendas just showing up yeah every person that I'm inviting starting with you even though this you were scheduled for a month <laughs> didn't know it you know what I'm saying yeah he told me uh, last week or the week before um, I need you to start doing you on the podcast Yeah. so whoever you are inviting I need you to get something from them Yeah. show the people how to get something from them yeah. so instead of it being like oh whatever it was sure. his intention I need you to be you receive learn grow yes, yes. i need you to digest 
on the podcast. Yes. Yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Absolutely. And I knew you'd be the first episode doing that. Wow. Because all the other ones had been recorded. So when you told me, I was like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> this is good. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm amazed. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so amazing. <gasps> Ooh. He's such a good guy. Ain't he? <laughs> ain't he? Like, good ain't even good enough. It ain't good enough. Mm-mm. Good ain't good enough. Mm-mm. I just... <laughs> no surprise, but it's always every time it happens, it's like wow, yes, Ooh, yes. <laughs> you can never. It never gets old. Never. Absolutely not. It never gets old. Absolutely not. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> the spirit yes <laughs> you can locate me in the third heaven locate me in the spirit please and thank you um but you can get to me through my website um, darlishiamenzi.com it's d-a-r-l-y-s-h-i-a-m-e-n-z-i-e.com i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm not on twitter but i am but i don't like twitter and I'm on TikTok, but not really. I'm also <laughs> on YouTube at Fervent Servant. So if you look for Fervent oh, Servant. Nice. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm everywhere. But yeah, find me, find me. <laughs> and y'all gonna find God together. Ooh, we gonna find God together. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love oh, that. the she shed, please. <laughs> Yes, so the She Shed, I'm just going ahead and label it as a discipleship group. I didn't know what to call it, but it's a spiritual training academy that I do know. And it's a place where we grow up in God. And what does that mean? That means studying the word of God together, which is how it originally came about. That means developing in our spiritual giftings, because as you said even earlier, I'm not the only one who has something to offer. There is a place for you there to develop in whatever it is that God has gifted you with because it's him leading it anyway. Um, We get together and do life work and life work is an assignment. Once we learn something, we got to go implement it. And so we do that there as well. Um, This year we're implementing events. So we're going to be hanging out if you're in the area. We do have women who are apart from different states and even other countries. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're online on Zoom. We meet Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. and Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. So whichever one fits your schedule better. But really, y'all, there's healing there. There's freedom there. There's deliverance there. There's joy. There's community. There's favor. There's revelation there. Like, I cannot put into words Mm -hmm. what happens in the shisha. That's why when I post about it or talk about it, it's just so hard for me to really explain all I know is that I carry the spirit of God and the women that are part of it carry the spirit of God and he shows up every time every time yeah so it's not just a corporate word or a corporate anointing it's an individual experience as well so if you're if you're thirsty come yeah if you're hungry come if you're excited come if you're weary come Mm -hmm. whatever situation you're in come and experience it for yourself and decide for yourself You'll find me in the she shed. Come on in the she shed, baby. We, we need you. Yeah. We you'll need find you. Me in the she shed. And you can do that on my website too. Just darlishiamizzy.com slash she shed. And sign up. It's free. It's free. It's free. Woo! 
It's free. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. I don't even. Y'all know what to do. I'm not even going to tell you. You should know at this point. <laughs> like, subscribe, share, whatever, whatever, whatever. All whatever you want to do, do it. All the things. Because we're out of here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you so much. See you guys. Bye. Oh, my word. <laughs>